everybody to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung. Happy to be here today. The interviewee today might be, I might be a little bit biased on this, but might be actually the most special guest, to me at least, because it was my mother. Ruth DeYoung is on the podcast today, but before we get to that, let's oh, check before in. Before we get to that, I have to ask if the way that you and your mom talk is... Uh, whether you recorded this here in the studio or whether this was like recorded around the kitchen table at <laughs> home, what kind of conversation is this like? Is this it like a mother daughter conversation or? Mm, I mean, kind of, it was here <laughs> in the studio at church, but I don't know. It was just like talking to my mom. I feel like a little bit more professional than how we would normally communicate, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's do we, fun. Do we get any sass from Sammy and, parental I like missed a question and she pointed it out to me oh wow (laughs) she's like you're on this question next (laughs) so that's in there so that's kind of funny kind of fun we'll have to listen for that I feel like I laugh quite a bit on this one but we have some good conversation my mom is a very wise person she loves Jesus she wants other people to know him so that's kind of what we talk about and the meal ministry that she jump-started again yeah the Opportunities I've had to get to know your mom. Um, very appreciative of her yeah. gifts and uh, desire to make Jesus a part of people's life. Yes. It's very encouraging to be around her. So I just thought it'd be cool for people to hear that. So one of the things about the podcast is that it's an audio format. But uh-huh. today you are wearing a very special <laughs> suit coat. Which is too bad that the audience can't see it because it Maybe is I'll a. I'll take a picture later. It is a very professional-looking pink blazer. Is that a blazer? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it's a blazer. I found it at a thrift store, and I just thought it looked really cool. I was about to leave, and then it just caught my eye. It's too bad you didn't pick up the pink pants, and you could be like <sighs> I'll the look whole for some pink pants. The whole sports suit. That's very in right now, like monochrome, all the same color. Do you know what monochrome is? <laughs> Do you know what that is? One color. Okay. Some people don't. Mono is one and chrome is color. Some people don't. Okay. Kind of like our viscosity <laughs> word last <laughs> week. We're actually going to become a word smithing podcast. We should come up with a special word each week. I don't know if that's a good fit for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a word person. So, anyway, I'm wearing a cool blazer today. Yeah. And uh, we had kind of a special weekend did you get together with the whole fam on easter what did you guys do after the service i did my grandparents came over my brother came over and then my sister her husband and her two kids we all got together and had dinner and hung out for a little bit it was great the baby's always really cute so he's fun to have around and we just kind of chilled at my parents house do you have a special special easter meal that you do you guys, you guys do every year? Or? Um, not really. My parents like to go all out on any Sunday, pretty much. Okay. So it kind of like our regular Sunday lunch meal. Do you, anyway. do you help with the going all out? Um, I or made the green bean casserole. Nice. And that was good. But my parents are great cooks, so we let them do their thing. They have like a whole rhythm on how they do it. So yeah. Cool. What'd you do? Well, we we had a big meal 
for one of the for probably been a long time since we just sort of made a big meal for us. We had ham and nice. green beans and my favorite sweet potato casserole. Nice. And then uh, one of my friends and his two kids came over. Fun. So we did that, and then uh, we hid Easter eggs outside. What do you put in the Easter eggs? I don't know. Steph filled them. Well, did any of the kids but, show you? Dad, here's I what think... I got. <laughs> Daddy, look. <laughs> look what I got. Uh, I think they're candy. Nice. There might have no been. money? I don't like money. No. But the Easter egg hunt was, uh, you know, sometimes it's like they roll the eggs out on the grass. And then you're like, oh, there's oh, an yeah. egg. And the, these were very difficult. They were like, hidden, hidden. We hid, in that, we hid them in our fence and in the tree. Uh, very, were they all found or are you still finding they some? were all found but there were a couple that needed to be uh, some encouragement mm. so that was good i mean it was a beautiful afternoon we yeah. came to the ball diamond and played Cute. catch yeah hit the baseballs and just enjoyed the day it was fun. just a good day um it's tuesday that we're recording this so it's the first church softball game it is are you going to it <clears throat> are you on it well, I was told that I need to play third base. Oh, so you are playing tonight. So I plan on being there tonight and uh, embarrassing myself, as I did last year, according to someone. Did I say something mean last year? Uh, you inadvertently implied that I was old and washed up. I did not. <laughs> I feel like I might have said that you did not. <laughs> <laughs> you just might have said what? That you did not play very well. <laughs> As you were saying that, I remember. Why did I say that? I think Maybe it was, you had a bad game. I think it was one of those times where, um, you know, sometimes you talk about how things slip out. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was I'm really so mean. I thought it was really funny and it made me laugh and still does. So it's sorry. So if you want a good laugh, come at 8.15. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe we'll end with that before you out me for being <laughs> even more mean. No, I'm actually really excited to hear the interview with your mom. And I know, um, yeah. I both haven't of, listened to it again, so I. Both of you good. are just really great women of God. And so I'm excited yeah. to listen. Hopefully the audience is too. Yes. Stay tuned for Ruth DeYoung, everybody. Okay, like I just said, we have a very special guest. This one might be the most special to me, but I'm a little bit biased. Um, Ruth DeYoung, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Samantha. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. We already hung out this morning. What did we do? We went and played pickleball with Cousin Phoebe. <laughs> with Cousin Phoebe. And Phoebe and I unintentionally matched this morning, so that was kind of cute. It was fun. really cute. Yeah. Um, how'd you do at pickleball today? I had a great day. Oh, yes. It was you beat really the best fun. guy today, didn't yeah. you? That's a big deal. It was fun. Very fun. So yeah. already played some pickleball today. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to go to a pool later today, right? Yep. Pool party later at my brother's with six little girls. <laughs> nice. Um, for people that don't know you, let's do a little bit of an introduction time. Sure. So can you take some time to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm married to Carl, and we have three children, Andrea, who is married to Joel Atkinson, and they have two children, Aubrey and Forrest, and we have a son, Kevin, and Samantha. 
me the host the host yes <laughs> nice um anything we should know about them oh they're all wonderful children do you have a favorite child <laughs> Just kidding. We know it's me, but you don't have to say it. Okay. Okay. Um, we already mentioned your pickleballing. It's mm-hmm. a new hobby for you. Yeah. Do you have any other fun hobbies? Yes. Carol and I enjoy biking. We took lots of bike trips last summer, and we like to go boating on Lake Mactow and Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoy making meals and writing out and sending cards. Yes, you're very talented at the card. I like my markers. Yes. Yes. Calligraphy, Uh kind of fun, different things and the stickers. Right. All that kind of stuff. I think most people have probably received one of your famous cards. Maybe. Don't you think? Yeah, I got that from my mom. My mom likes to send cards. My grandpa decorated cakes at the bakery, so he had a really good handwriting, and I always like to try to do like grandpa yeah you got your good handwriting from your grandpa yeah and my mom that's kind of cool i would have thought it was grandma carrie but no no she have good handwriting no no (laughs) grandpa sided yeah Yeah. but i don't have good handwriting and my mom donna yeah donna some people might know john and donna maybe van's pastry shop right that's her parents yeah great um any other hobbies anything else you want to mention about yourself no I enjoy watching Aubrey after school, and I enjoy our street with all the kids on our street to have over for dinner. You're kind of the fun house. Yeah. The kids tend to come over to your house. We love that. Yes. They like hanging out with the grandpa and grandma instead of the mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind (laughs) of fun. Uh Uh-huh. So how long have you been a member here at First Cutlerville? I think our family joined around 1996. And we had a young family at the time, and we thought we would try some area churches. We tried First Cutlerville in the neighborhood, and we were welcomed well by the Boshes and mm. the Wasinks and the Shepherds and many more people on our first visit. And we have stayed all these years. Yeah, that's a long time. That's, what, 25 years? Yeah. 26? Because I'll be 25 this year, and I was born right. in 97. And a little before you were born. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that when they just moved to this building? Yeah, right so after So you were they... never at the old one? No. Okay. No. Nope. Yeah. So 26 years? Sure. Something like that. Sure. It's a long time. Yeah. Kevin was like two? Yeah. How cute. Uh-huh. Little Kevin. And you liked the community here at first, Keller? Absolutely. Were yes. you involved in any of the ministries when you first started? Um. Yeah. Uh, they had a mom's group, so it took you little kids here for the oh, mom's yeah. group. And, um, yeah, the regular cadets and gems and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, we have you on the podcast today for two main reasons. One of them being you recently jump-started our meal ministry again. So let's chat about that for a little while. That used to be a thing, but with COVID, it kind of stopped, right? Mm-hmm. And you noticed that. We can probably start doing that again. A lot of people were having surgeries, things like that. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us what what is the meal ministry here and how you got that started? Sure. Food at First is what it's called now. And we supply meals for members who are experiencing a time of need, whether they're grieving or recovering from illness or surgery or a new baby. And we have lots of women at our church who are ready and willing to use their talents to bless others with a meal. Thanks. Hmm. Nice. So, so if there's a need, then I put together an event on a website called Meal Train, 
all mm. of the needed information, such as the person's name, address, food likes and dislikes, allergies, are all on the website, along with a calendar of dates that meals are needed. Hmm. A church member will then sign up to bring a meal, and the meal receiver also gets a notification of who's bringing the meal. Hmm. The Wednesday night family meal nights have also been packaging up the leftovers and freezing them for anyone in need. So if you would like your name added to the list of those who can donate meals, you can contact me and I will add your name. Nice. Is there any specific needs right now that you need for the meal ministry? There's lots of people that had surgeries recently. Yeah. Well, at this very moment, we actually have a good supply of meals in the freezer at church. So we're doing well. Good. And that's a good report. Good. We like to hear that. Yeah. Um, so people can either let you know if they want to bring a meal or is there a way to sign up online? Or just kind no, of just let you. me know and then I'll okay. add your name. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Or they can just drop stuff off in the church freezer mm -hmm. and it's labeled. Right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you're a very scripture knowledgeable person. So I wanted to ask you if there's any scripture to back up this kind of ministry. Sure, there's a few, but one main one I would say would be Romans 12, verse 13. Share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. Perfect. Good one. Great. Anything else to mention about the meal ministry? No, it's, How a, long? it's a privilege because everybody's so willing to help. Yeah, I feel like I didn't know you were doing it. And then some Sunday they mentioned it and like four people I saw came up to talk to you and ask like, where should I put this? How can I get involved? Yeah. So very it's, willing people yep. to get involved mm -hmm. with that. When did it start? Do you remember? Mm -mm. I feel like it's, it's been a few months. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll keep going on as long as people have needs. Yes. <laughs> Which is probably for a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. So that's with the meal ministry, so people know what's going on with that. Mm -hmm. But another big thing I wanted to chat with you about, because um, we were talking about this with the high school youth group going on a mission trip soon, there's good opportunity for them to evangelize. Mm -hmm. And you have just always been a daily walk evangelizer without even thinking about it, I feel like. It's just part of your daily life. Mm -hmm. I remember in high school hearing stories from you, and I still hear stories now about how you told someone about Jesus. So I want to talk a little bit about that. So I've written down here, I've had the privilege of hearing all your evangelism stories um, for many years now, but not everyone knows this about you. So can you tell us a little bit about this? When did you start evangelizing in your day-to-day -day life? Sure. As a senior in high school, my church had an evangelism explosion program we learned their two-question method of asking someone if they have come to the place in their spiritual life where they know for certain if they were to die today, they would go to heaven. Hmm. And then there would be a second question. Suppose you were to die today and stand before God, and he would say to you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? Hmm. So that kind of was a diagnostic question to see who, where their trust was lying for their salvation. And our church had many first-time visitors, so on Monday nights, we would call the, pe the visitors, and on Wednesday nights, we would go out in teams of two or three and visit them. And we saw God work in many of these visits. Hmm. Very cool. So a senior in high school, mm -hmm. and did your dad do this with you as well? Yes. Or My parents were also instrumental in teaching me to tell others about the gospel message. Mm -hmm. My dad 
liked tracks and we would go downtown to a veterans park and sit on the bench and read the tracks to people that were nice uh, down in the park when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So this was just something that you did, but now today, why do you think it's important to do this? I think it's important because the Bible says in 1 Peter 3.15 to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Another reason I think it's important is the need to plant seeds precedes a harvest. If you don't plant seeds, there won't be a harvest. Mm, very true. Good. Um, so to some people talking about this might be a little bit intimidating and they don't know where to start. So you don't always just come up with this off the top of your head, even though you are quite clever with some of the things that you use, like with the plumbers that come to our house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> living water yeah you always have some kind of corny line to give to them (laughs) but you use things called tracks and Mm -hmm. not everyone might know what these are so what are tracks okay they're um they have uh pictures and and short messages on them Mm -hmm. like one that i like is uh has three pictures on it Mm -hmm. and so the first one says god created us and then sin separated us, so it shows us and God separate. Mm-hmm. And then you tilt it a little more, and it shows Jesus bridging the gap between us and God. It says Jesus died for us. Mm-hmm. And then on the way, on the back, it has um, is sin separating you from God, and some verses about accepting Jesus for eternal life. Mm. And uh, so I order those through moments with the book, and livingwaters.org is another one. Okay. So that's typically what you use when you talk to people. You start out with something that's already written out for you so you don't have to come up with it off the top of your right. head. Which yeah. might make it a little bit easier for some people. Sure. And I think we're going to take a stack of those million dollar question ones. Right. Uh-huh. So I also ordered a, um, a stack of these mm-hmm. for the youth group. Tracks are really nice because you can put something in their hand for them to read later. Mm-hmm. And I try to keep some in my car and wallet. And lately, I've also had two instances where telling people that my name, Ruth, is from the Bible. Mm. And that sparked some good conversations also. So I'm going to keep that in mind also. Yeah, I don't know if that's not on your notes, but do you want to share those stories real quick? Um, yeah, my um, neighbor when we were in Florida... I told her my name was from a book in the Bible, mm-hmm. and she went right back and said, I'm going to look that up. And she read the book of Ruth, Wow! and she was Catholic. So she also found out that Catholics have a St. Ruth Day on November 1. Yeah. And so we had really good conversations about that. Yeah. Yeah. And Very then cool. the, uh, one guy at the gym who said my name was from the Bible, and uh-huh. I said, oh, your name is Paul. Was it Saul before? <laughs> so we had fun talking about that. Did he think that was funny? He thought that was funny. And then oh, he good. proceeded to tell me his story about how he uh, grew up in a Christian home and then went away from Christ when he was in the service. And then he came back and cried out to God because his life was empty. And mm-hmm. uh, God told him, I never left you. Mm. And so that... So my name brought up two good conversations yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah, really cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was going to ask something if else. If someone was nervous. <laughs> <is next. laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so if someone was nervous about talking to a stranger about Jesus, how would you encourage them? I would say that it's exciting to be used by God to spread his message of salvation and that you would be obedient to his call to tell others the good news. Hmm. Go, grow, bless, as we say here. Yes. Pray about how God could use you. Ask him to lead you to one person that needs to hear the good news and watch him work and don't miss the opportunity. Pray that the Holy Spirit would prepare the soil of someone's heart to receive the tract and that someone else would come alongside them to water the seed. Hmm. So you're very big into seed planting because a lot of mm-hmm. times you don't always see these people later in life. You might run into them here and there, but a lot of times if right. someone's coming to fix something at your house, you see them that one time, mm-hmm. but you're planting that seed. So it's good to add in there that right. you pray that other people will come alongside them to right. help with the harvest. One time I gave a track to the guy that changed my oil in the van. Mm-hmm. And it was this uh, 3-1 where God created us and separated us and Jesus died for us. Mm -hmm. He said no one had ever told him that message before. Wow. So there are tracks that are appropriate to leave with your tip at a restaurant that says thank you for your service with a verse on the back. Mm -hmm. And I also like to make conversation with the people who load my groceries at Walmart. Mm -hmm. And if they are Christians, I ask how I can pray for them. Mm-hmm. If someone comes to your door, like we talked about, have a tract ready to exchange with them. Mm-hmm. And recently, Carl and I talked with a fisherman in Florida, and I used this uh, million-dollar bill tract. Mm-hmm. And he said he was unsure if he was going to heaven because of the life he had lived. Mm. He said it was up to God. It was God's choice if he would go to heaven. So we asked if he knew what God did so he could go to heaven, and he said he died for us. Mm. So we clarified that with John 3.16 and asked how we could pray for him. He wanted us to pray for him to be a good role model for his three kids. Mm. Very nice. Mm -hmm. So you just openly said hi to this man and got to this conversation with him, even without a track. Or you had the million-dollar question. So you just have them on you. Yep, absolutely. Very nice. Um, I think that's my last of these evangelism questions before we get to the high school part. Okay. Yes. <laughs> she keeps pointing out my notes. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like I had another question about your tracks or just to encourage people that it's just part of like it's part of your daily life, and it's easy to have them in your car. It's while well, you're doing your day-to-day things, getting your oil change, going to the grocery store, all these things. So it doesn't you don't have to go, like, in the heart of downtown and stuff like that. Like, yes, they need it there as well. And if you're there, do what you can. But it can also just p- be part of your mm-hmm. da- daily tasks. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Or, like, tipping at a restaurant, mm-hmm. which, with that... The high school youth group is road tripping for the mission trip this year, so about seven hours, and we will have some opportunities to talk to people or leave a tract when we stop. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say are the three main things to remember when you're leaving a track or trying to tell someone about Jesus for the first time? Okay, so the youth group will be equipped, like we talked about, with the tracks that look like a million-dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And on the back, it asks a million-dollar question. It will point out their need for a savior and point them to Jesus as the only way. Hmm. So the three things to remember would be that God's word will not return void. It will accomplish its purpose from Isaiah 55, 11. They should trust God and the Holy Spirit to provide words for them to say. 
pray and ask the Lord to send out workers. And if you sow the seed, God will do the work. He's the Lord of the harvest. Mm. You show love to others to show them the way to eternal life with Jesus. Do you care enough for the lost to share the free gift of salvation with them? In the book of Matthew, Jesus warns us many times about the coming judgment, eternal fire, and weeping and gnashing of teeth. Hmm. We do not have to fear God's judgment if we are covered with the blood of Jesus. And third, I'd say expect opposition. 1 Corinthians 1 says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, hmm. but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Even though in all my years of passing out tracts, I have not had much opposition, most people are kind and grateful. And my last point would be, what needs to change in your life so you are excited to share the news that Jesus paid it all? Mm. Very good. Yes. I was going to ask if you ever had people that aren't super interested in hearing what you have to say or kind of shut you down, but I don't hear a ton of those. No, maybe a couple that said that's not for me, but most people are very uh, willing to listen to mm -hmm. what you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good encouragement because I do think people are nervous about it. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want to be rejected, but you've been doing it for years. Right. And you're doing it for God, mm -hmm. not, not for you, for people's praise. Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's not about you. Right. Very cool. Any last things you want to add about meal ministry or evangelism before we get to Sammy six? No. no thanks great. for having me. Yeah. Thanks for sharing those. I think that's good encouragement. And I'm going to play this for the youth group kids before the mission trip. So they can hear about this. Okay. Um, but I have updated the Sammy six question. So you're actually the first one I'm asking these two. Um, do you have answers for all six of these? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, so the first updated question is, what is your favorite board game? I'd say Boggle or Sequence. Yeah, you're annoying at Boggle. I will say. You're too good at it. <laughs> too many words, but Sequence is fun. Boggle's not really a board game, is it? I know, so that's why I said... Yeah, Sequence is the board game. Yeah. That one is fun. Mm -hmm. Great! Um, What is something that you have with you at all times? Well, I probably should say tracks, yeah. but I was going to say my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's going to be most people's answers is their phone. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say glasses. Oh, reading glasses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see things. You need to be able to see. Um, great. So your phone. What is the best movie you watched recently? Well, we don't really watch movies. We watch YouTube and it's been farm videos and pickleball <laughs> videos. <laughs> You're in Carl's favorite things, farms and pickleball. <laughs> but you used to really like like the cheesy Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Any of those? Sure. What do you watch those on? YouTube? Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But YouTube is your favorite, the yeah. best movie you watched recently. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite book of the Bible? Well, I guess I've already answered that, too, is the book of Ruth, because it helps me get into conversations now. And I've also been studying Matthew with Bible Study Fellowship. Oh, so nice. I've really appreciated doing that from beginning to end. Um, What is your go-to fast food restaurant in order? Well, we've been enjoying Culver's lately where our son Kevin works. And my mm -hmm. favorite sandwich there would be the Reuben. Mm, that one sounds yummy. Mm -hmm. Brother Kev. Okay. 
And the last question I have for you is, what is the biggest life lesson you've learned? Well, I'd probably say I've learned it from my parents to be intentional mm-hmm. and watch for God's activity in your life. Mm-hmm. Very good. Great way to wrap it up. Well, thank you again, Mom Ruth Young, <laughs> for taking the time out of your busy day today after pickleball, before swimming. <laughs> What a fun life you live <laughs> to come chat with me about this. I think this is very encouraging for people to hear that you just do it in your daily life and it might encourage them to order some tracks of their own and start doing it themselves. So I hope this was an encouraging conversation for everyone. Thanks, and have Sam. a great rest of your day. Thank you.